ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وسلم يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون يا ايها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحده وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والارham ان الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما اما بعد فان اصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الامور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدعه وكل بدعه ضلاله وكل ضلاله في النار indeed he praises for allah we praise him we seek his help and we seek his forgiveness we seek refuge with allah from the evils that are within ourselves and from our bad deeds whomsoever allah guides no one can lead this person astray and whomsoever allah leads astray then there is no guide for him i bear witness that none has the right to be worshiped except for allah who is alone with our partners and i bear witness that muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam is the servant of allah and his last messenger to all of mankind Oh you who believe fear Allah with the right that he should be feared with and do not die unless you are muslim Oh mankind fear your lord who has created you from a single person and from that person created his mate and from them scattered countless men and women throughout the earth and fear Allah from who you demand your mutual rights and do not cut off the relations with the wombs that have bore you indeed Allah is a watcher over you oh you who believe fear Allah and say that which is correct in order that Allah may rectify for you your deeds and forgive you of your sins and whomsoever obeys Allah and his messenger has achieved a tremendous achievement as to what follows certainly the most truthful speech is the book of Allah and the best guidance is the guidance of the prophet muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam and the most evil of the affairs are the newly invented matters in the religion and every newly invented matter in the religion is innovation and every innovation is going astray 
and every going astray is in the hellfire. An Abdullah bin Mas'ud radiyallahu an qala sa'altu Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam ya Rasulullah ayul a'mal ahabbu ila Allah فقال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم الصلاة على وقتها ثم قلت ثم أي فقال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم بر الوالدين ثم قلت ثم أي فقال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم الجهاد في سبيل الله Abdullah bin Mas'ud radiyallahu an he mentioned I asked the messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam O messenger of Allah which of the actions are most beloved to Allah the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam responded the prayer at the proper time Abdullah bin Mas'ud he said and then I said and then what after that the prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam said being dutiful to the parents Abdullah bin Mas'ud he said and then I said and then what after that the messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam then said striving for the sake of Allah this narration is a tremendous narration as it relates to that which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves the most from the righteous actions and it should be the concern of every believer to know and to do that which is most beloved to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala just as it should be the concern of the believer to stay away from the things that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he dislikes for whatever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves then these are the things that we should do so that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can love us for doing them and whatever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he dislikes whatever Allah he hates whatever is displeasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then these are the things that we should stay away from because we do not want to bring upon ourselves the wrath and the punishment and the anger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for doing those things that are displeasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so here we have the noble companion Abdullah bin Mas'ud may Allah be pleased with him asking the messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam which of the actions are most beloved to Allah and the first thing that the prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam he mentioned as-salah ala waqtiha prayer at the proper time the prayer is the second pillar of al-islam It is the greatest act of ibadah after the testimony of faith la ilaha illallah muhammadur rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam 
Prayer is what distinguishes the believer from the disbeliever. As the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he mentioned, الْأَهْدُ الَّذِي بَيْنَنَا وَبَيْنَهُمْ الصَّلَاةِ فَمَنْ تَرَكَهَا فَقَدْ كَفَرَ That the covenant or the difference between us and them is the prayer. Therefore, whoever abandons it has disbelief. Another narration, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he mentioned, بَيْنَ الرَّجُلُ وَبَيْنَ الشُّرْكِ وَالْكُفْرِ الصَّلَاةِ That which comes in between a man and between polytheism and disbelief is the prayer of Kamakala sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The salat is that distinguishing matter which establishes who truly is a believer and who is not a believer. So from this we see the importance of the performance of the prayer. ذُكِرَتْ الصَّلَاةِ عِنْدَ النَّبِيِّ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ يَوْمًا فَقَالَ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ مَنْ حَافَظَ عَلَيْهَا كَانَتْ لَهُ نُورًا وَبُرْهَانًا وَنَجَاةً يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ وَمَنْ لَمْ يُحَافِظْ عَلَيْهَا لَمْ يَكُنْ لَهُ نُورٌ وَلَا بُرْهَانٌ ولا نجا يوم القيامة وكان مع قارون وفرعون وهامان وأبي بن خلف. The prayer was mentioned in the presence of the Prophet Muhammad صلى الله عليه وسلم one day. And the Messenger صلى الله عليه وسلم he stated, whoever preserves the prayer. Then the prayer will be a light for him. The prayer will be a proof for him. And the prayer will be a means of salvation for him on the day of judgment. But whoever does not preserve his prayer, then there will be no light for him. There will be no proof for him, meaning proof of his faith. Because when you make salah, this is a proof that you are a believer. So there will be no light for him, there will be no proof for him, and there will be no salvation for him. And he's going to be with the likes of Qarun, he's going to be with Fir'aun, he's going to be with Haman, and he's going to be with Ubay ibn Khalaf. Who are these individuals? These individuals are the heads of disbelief in their time. And these individuals were busied with the worldly affairs. And these worldly affairs turned them away from the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So whoever is distracted by his wealth, he's like Qarun. Whoever is distracted by his dominion, his kingdom or the likes, he's like Fir'aun. Whoever is distracted by his riyasa, his leadership, then he's like Haman. And whoever is distracted by his tijara, his business, then he is like Ubay. So the Prophet ﷺ in this narration is warning the believers against 
being negligent regarding their prayers. Being disobedient to Allah as they were regarding their prayers. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he mentioned, مَنْ تَرَكَ صَلَاةً مَكْتُوبَةً مُتَعَمِّدًا فَقَدْ بَرِئَتْ مِنْهُ ذِمَّةُ اللَّهِ That whoever abandons an obligatory prayer intentionally, then the protection of Allah is removed from him. Whoever abandons a prayer intentionally, meaning you let the time of the prayer come in and go out, and you don't perform your prayer. The protection of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is removed. Brothers, stop talking during the time of Jumu'ah. Don't blow your Jumu'ah. Do not blow your Jumu'ah talking. If you see someone else talking, don't tell them stop talking, as the Prophet mentioned. Because if you see someone talking and you tell them stop talking, then you have fallen into an error and possibly wasted your reward for Jumu'ah. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam is warning us against the abandonment of the salah and being negligent regarding the prayers, especially the asr prayer. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam mentioned, "Man taraka salat al asr, habita amaluhu." That whoever abandons the asr prayer, and he of course intentionally then his actions are nullified, meaning for the day. All of his actions for the day are wiped out for missing Salat al-Asr on purpose. This is a serious affair. Allah Azza wa Jal, He commands us to preserve the prayer, and especially a Salat al-Wusqa, especially the middle prayer, meaning Salat al-Asr. Salat al-Asr is like the most important of the prayers. That is Salat al-Fajr. But missing the, missing the Asr prayer intentionally, without an excuse, you have wiped out your deeds for the day. Another narration mentions, وُتِرَ أَهْلُهُ وَمَالُهُ It is, وَكَأَنَّمَا وُتِرَ أَهْلُهُ وَمَالُهُ It's as if he lost his entire family and he lost all of his money. Can you imagine? Getting a phone call and being informed that your entire family is dead and gone. And that all of your wealth is gone. Can you imagine the devastation of that? Missing Salat al-Asr is just like that. Losing all of your family and losing all of your wealth. Be mindful of your prayers, brother. The prayer is your protection. The prayer is the proof that you are a believer. The prayer is the first thing that we all will be held accountable for on the Day of Judgment. As the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he mentioned, أَوَّلْ مَا يُحَاسَبْ عَلَيْهِ الْعَبْدِ يَوْمُ الْقِيَامَةِ الصَّلَاةِ The first thing that the servant will be held accountable for on the Day of Judgment is the prayer. إِنْ صَلَحَتْ صَلَحَ السَّائِرُ عَمَلُ وَالسَّائِرُ عَمَلِهِ وَإِنْ فَسَدَتْ فَسَدَ السَّائِرُ if his prayer is intact, then the rest of his actions will be intact. But if his prayer is not intact, if his prayer is not in order, if the performance of his prayer is corrupted, then the rest of his actions will be corrupted. Why is that? 
قال الله عز وجل إن الصلاة تنها على الفحشاء والمنكر Indeed the prayer prevents the person from indecency and evil So when the person is not praying as he should be praying Then he subjects himself to falling into evil and indecency And all we have to do is look at ourselves and look at our lives When we find ourselves falling into indecency and falling into evil, know that this is an indication that there is an issue with our salah. Because if we are praying the way we're supposed to be praying, fulfilling the conditions of prayer, fulfilling the pillars of the prayer and the obligations of the prayer, having khushur in the prayer, praying the prayer as if it's our last prayer, then it should have an effect upon our lives. So the Prophet ﷺ, the prayer was the beauty of his eye. This is where the Prophet ﷺ found his tranquility and solace and serenity in the salah. But unfortunately, you find the people, they hold the prayer as if it's a burden upon them. This is your connection between you and your Lord subhanahu wa ta'ala. So do not be negligent. أَقُولُ قَالِ هَذَا أَسْفَقْفُلُ اللَّهِ وَلَكُمْ الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين وعلى آله وأصحابه يجمعين أما بعد The second matter mentioned by the Messenger وسلم, from the actions that are most beloved to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Bir Walidain being dutiful and respectful to your parents. And it doesn't matter how old you are or how young you are. It is upon us to be respectful to our mothers and our fathers. And we find in the text that treating our parents with respect comes right after the command of worshiping Allah Azza wa Jal. Allah Azza wa Jal has made the rights of the parents a great right because of that which the parents have put forth in maintaining and taking care of us and doing good to us, especially the mothers. A man came to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and he said, Ya Rasulullah, man ahaq bi bibri. O Messenger of Allah, who has more rights to my righteousness? فَقَالَ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Ummuk, your mother. قَالَ ثُمَّ مَنْ قَالَ أُمُّك قَالَ ثُمَّ مَنْ قَالَ أُمُّك قَالَ ثُمَّ مَنْ قَالَ ثُمَّ أَبُوكَ The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he mentioned three times, your mother, your mother, your mother. Your mother, she's the one who is entitled to your righteousness more than any other person. Three times over the father. Why? Because the mother, she carried you in her womb. The mother, she gave birth 
to the child. And the mother, she nursed the child. So these are three matters that the mother has over the father. So the prophet mentioned your mother, your mother, your mother, then your father. Being disrespectful and disobedient to the parents can prevent someone from entering into the paradise. Qala Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Farah Qad harram allahu alayhimul jannah Three types of people Allah has made paradise haram for them Mudminul khamr Wal'aq wal-dayyuf Al-lazhi yaqirru fi ahlihi al-khub The first one the person who is addicted to intoxicants. Allah make the paradise haram upon him. Meaning that the person will not enter into paradise with the first Muslims to enter into paradise. He has to go to the hellfire first. To be cleansed of the act of being addicted to drugs or alcohol. Or anything that intoxicates the person. And then the second person mentioned... Al-Aq, the one who is disobedient and disrespectful to the parents. Allah has made paradise forbidden upon him, meaning the person has to go to the hellfire. This is a major sin in Al-Islam, to be disrespectful to your parents, to disobey your parents when they command you to do good, and when they direct you to do good. So understand this, O children. The great rights of your parents over you. Don't take this matter lightly. Don't think that this is a matter of choice. If your parents are not commanding you to do wrong, you have to obey them. Allah mentions, Worship your Lord. Or worship Allah. And do not associate no partners with him. And be dutiful to your parents. The Prophet ﷺ when mentioning the greatest of the sins, Al-Ishraq Billah, To make partners with Allah, to worship someone other than Allah. This is the greatest sin. And then what he mentioned right after, being disobedient to your parents. The Prophet Muhammad ﷺ, his parents died, and they were not Muslims. They were disbelievers. But look how the Prophet ﷺ still wanted to honor his mother. So he asked Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, can he ask or make dua for her forgiveness? His mother was not a believer. So Allah did not allow him to do that because she died upon shirk. But then the Prophet asked Allah permission to visit her grave. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allowed the Prophet to visit the grave of his mother. And when the Prophet was at the grave of his mother, he began to cry out of sadness over her situation because she died worshipping other than Allah. And then the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam he mentioned to his companions, "I used to forbid forbid you from visiting the graves, 
But now visit the graves فَإِنَّهَا تُذَكِّرُكُمْ بِالْمَوْتِ Because when you visit the graves, it reminds you of death. But look at the sadness that was in the heart of the Prophet ﷺ over his mother. He wanted to seek Allah's forgiveness for her, but Allah did not allow him because she wasn't a believer. Here it is, the children of this community, you have Muslim parents. Something that the Prophet Muhammad did not have. Rather, the Prophet Muhammad was an orphan. His father died, and he did not even have a chance to have a relationship with his father and be raised by his father. And here you have the children of this community, your fathers are alive, alhamdulillah. And you don't listen to your fathers. Your fathers try to direct you to coming to the masjid and being righteous. You don't listen. You rather play around in the street. You rather hang out with the bad children and other than that. Be grateful for the presence of your fathers. Be grateful for the presence of your mothers who are Muslims, who strive to give you the best in this life from the matters of religion as well as the worldly affairs. Be grateful. The Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he constantly stressed this matter. The last matter, barakallahu feekum, striving for the sake of Allah. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he mentioned, Al-Mujahid man jahada nafsahu fi ta'atillah. That the one who is striving... He is the one who strives against his own soul for the obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You have to strive against the evils that we have within ourselves. We have to force ourselves to be obedient to Allah. Fight against the desires that are within the heart. Fight against the evil desires that the soul inclines towards. This is the greatest form of striving and the greatest form of struggling. In the path of Allah, you strive against your own soul. If you don't strive against your soul, you don't strive against the evils and the impurities that are present in the heart, how can you strive against the shaitan or anyone or anything else? So the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa mentioned, Al-Mujahid man jahada nafsahu fi that the true one who is striving is the one who strives against himself for the obedience of Allah. Meaning he pushes himself to be obedient to Allah. When the shaitan comes and whispers to him to disobey Allah, he fights that. He fights against his soul. He forces his soul not to incline towards being obedient to shaitan and go towards being obedient to Allah. This is a struggle that takes place within the soul. And this is a struggle that all of us, we must embark upon. An obligatory struggle. Other struggles may not be obligatory. But this struggle, the struggle against your soul, that's an obligatory struggle that's upon every individual. And no one can fight that fight for you. No one can take on that obligation for you. Just like you have to make your salat yourself, you have to strive against your soul yourself. Your father cannot strive against your soul for you. Your mother cannot strive against your soul for you. 
The Prophet Muhammad وسلم, he cannot fight that battle for us. However, he gave us the tools. He gave us the knowledge. He directed us to the path of how to defeat the evils that are within the souls. And it's very important that we take the advice of the Prophet Muhammad وسلم, It's very important that we follow the example of the Prophet Muhammad وسلم, in order that we may be successful in this life as well as in the hereafter. Aqulu qawli hadha astaghfirullah li wa lakum wa subhanaka allahumma bihamdika shadu an la ilaha ila ant astaghfirullah wa tubillah.